Hello and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. We exist to see lives transformed through Jesus and are located in the heart of Surrey, BC, Canada. To find out more, visit us at horizonchurch.ca. We hope this message blesses and inspires you. morning to our Horizon family. Happy Father's Day to everyone who's watching this. Um, if you missed the pre-show, we do have a giveaway for um, those of you watching online. So right now, real quick, live, if you didn't type your name into the chat, Craig's watching and he'll add it. Type it right now, super quick. Ready? First name, last name. We want to make sure that your name is entered in the draw. We have a $50 Amazon gift card and a $100 Amazon gift card. And while you're waiting, if you win, if your name gets drawn, I want you to email me, shanda at horizonchurch.ca, and we'll make sure we get the details to give that to you. You want me to start and go ahead? He's going to watch the names. Okay, so today we are going to celebrate dads, biological dads, stepdads, honorary dads, foster dads, adopted dads, all the men who have stepped up, stepped in, and loved and supported those that they care for. Normally at this point, my husband would be sharing with you the Father's Day message, and especially that part that I know all the dads are looking forward to. It's honestly something that apparently comes natural to most men, And you don't even have to be a dad to have this skill. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I don't often find them funny. But dads, I know you won't feel celebrated if we don't have those dad jokes. So I actually Googled dad jokes because like I said, I don't get them and I can't come up with them on my own. The first thing that came up when I Googled it was 145 dad jokes that are actually funny. I'm pretty sure that's an oxymoron because I looked at some of them and I still didn't think they were very funny. But the next one, okay, dads, here's your top five dad jokes. You may want to write these down because I'm sure you're going to want to share the love with your family. Okay, number five. I just adopted a dog from a local blacksmith. Soon as I got him home, he made a bolt for the door. Yeah, I can hear your groans online. I'm feeling it with you. Give me some love in the message in the chat there. Number four, the other day I bought a thesaurus, but when I got home and opened it, all the pages were blank. I can't find the words to describe how angry I am. Thank you, Karen. I'm so glad Karen's here because she's at least making me feel like I've got it made an effort. Number three, I've got a pen that can write underwater. It can write other words too, but underwater is my favorite. Number two, I took out, there was, this is a top 10 list. I took out the ones that didn't even make sense to me. Anyways, number two, why can't Elsa be trusted to hold a balloon? Because she'll let it go. You got it. Number one, what's the best part about living in Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus groan. I know. People, do you feel my pain? Daniel just got it now. So there we go. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to do a draw. Dad's watching online. Here we go. The flag is a big plus. Yes. 
the fact that you had to explain it again shows me. I'm reveling in it. I don't have to explain it. I'm just reveling in that. Oh, it's so painful. Anybody feel my my pain? Please comment in the chat. Do you feel my pain? Okay, draw for dads watching online. uh, $50 Amazon gift card goes to... Wycliffe Rendell. Yay! I think he's back in Ontario. Watching in Ontario this morning. Here we go. That's Kiana's dad. And for the $100... That was for the $50 Amazon gift card coming your way. Email me, shanda at horizonchurch.ca. Just note, on the chat, somebody needed that explained, that plus joke one. See? Right there. (laughs) I'm saying dad jokes. I don't get them. Okay. $100 gift card. Here we go. Ready? And the winner is... Zeeshan Victor. Yay! He's watching from Vancouver, part of our Horizon family, moving out to Surrey soon. Congratulations, dads. Make sure you email me and we will get those uh, gift cards to you. I love, you know what? We talk about this often. Giving, like gifts is one. I have, there's five love languages. I have four and that one's pretty high. So I love giving gifts out. And honestly, the one that I don't get and I don't understand (laughs) is the one my husband has. Whew, yeah. Acts of service. Yeah. Pray for me, people. Okay. Seriously, we want to celebrate dads today. But becoming a dad for the first time can be such a mix of emotions. Excitement, love, terror, joy, panic. How does this work? One day you're just another guy and the next day all of a sudden you're a dad and everything's changed. And as far as I know, I mean you could Google it, but there's no DIY guide about how to be a dad how to know what to say, when to say it, how to say it. All parents struggle to some degree. And what do you say? When do you not say it? It's so hard. But in light of that, we've got dads we want to celebrate today. And I know that Father's Day can be very, very complicated. So we want to just take a moment before we get into the rest of the message. We all have our own experiences with dads and fathers. It could be good. It could be bad. You could have had an abusive or a workaholic dad, maybe neglectful, or maybe your dad was kind and loving and generous, or maybe your dad abandoned you, or you have all of the above. But all of these experiences shape our view of fatherhood. Sometimes rightly, sometimes wrongly. And then there's those of you that you may have lost your dad this past year. No matter what the age or the circumstance of their passing, the loss will always be felt. I want you to know we grieve with you this morning. Probably the best thing that you can do is share the good memories of who he was and the impact that he had on your life. I lost my dad um, to Alzheimer's five years ago. And today would have actually been his 78th birthday. Father's Day and his birthday coincide many years. They're on the same weekend. So I get it. I get that Father's Day can be hard and choosing to remember the good times. If If your fathers were not there for you through abandonment, inability, 
we also acknowledge that pain this morning. While we still honor fatherhood, if you haven't yet, please forgive the sin that was done against you. I'm so sorry that you had to walk through what you did with your dad. Some of you may have had to put distance between you and your dad or stepdad because of the abuse or because it was unsafe. Some of you still wonder if your dad loved you or was grateful for you and we hurt with you if that was your experience. Whatever your situation, you have the opportunity and the hope in Jesus to create a future that is greater than your past. If you don't have a dad in your life through abandonment, abuse, or he passed away, you are not alone. You don't have to be forever missing out on your dad. I love what it says in Psalm 68, verse five and six. A father to the fatherless, talking about God. A defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. And in addition to that, verse six, God, oh, I lost my spot. God sets the lonely into families and he leads out the prisoners with singing. God is our father. He is the perfect model of what a dad and a father should be. And I can testify this to myself. My dad was lost to me in different ways at different points of my life, but God never abandoned me and he never let me alone, left me alone. And in some of those moments that were the hardest, that's when I knew God was the closest as he came alongside and showed me the love of a father. So many... Um, blessings about being in the family of God as well, where it talks about setting the lonely into family in verse six. See, when we ask Jesus to adopt us into his family, when we ask him into our hearts, not only do we get a heavenly father, but we get a natural family in our church family. I, I, I honestly don't know how people make it through difficult seasons in their life without the community of believers around them, supporting them and strengthening them. My dad left when I was about 11, 12 years old. He left our family for another woman and he had been a very involved dad. You've probably heard me talk about it before. He was, he was someone I looked up to, someone who was always there for me. And then in a day I came home from school and he was gone. But there were men like Ian Rudiger and Bill Clark and many others that were part part of the family of God and the community of God that we were a part of. They helped my mom. They did some of the physical things that she needed help with, like mowing the lawn and repairing things and fixing the car and stuff like that. And then there were, was, there's men like Jeff Barrow, my stepdad, who stepped in and took four hurting kids and became a dad to them and became a granddad to our kids. I'm so thankful for the community of God and the family of God who have stepped in and been dads when they didn't have to. And for you today watching, if you are not a dad, not a father, those spiritual fathers are so important. They care for people with a pastoral heart coaching, mentoring, disciplining. It could be a family friend, an uncle, a pastor, a small group leader. It doesn't matter, but I would just want to take a moment right now and thank you men. 
that have stepped in with people who aren't your biological children and you've been a father figure to them and you have cared and loved on and encouraged. Thank you so much for doing that. And it's great to celebrate, but you know, too often I think we put the microscope not on the great things that the men around us do, but on the flaws that our dad may have had. Instead of taking a step back and being vocally grateful and thankful for the guys that are in our life that are trying to do their best and trying to grow and be great dads. I know God dealt with me on this um, about six or seven years into us being married. I found that it, it seemed like when women would get together or maybe we'd be together, we'd be at a party. Remember when we used to be able to do that and we'd be all together in one home? Often the women would drift off to one area and the men would be off in another. And I found that it would seem like the conversation at some point would become very negative towards dads and men. And it seemed like the thing to do was to say a sarcastic, funny, you know, those sarcastic comments, there's that little bit of truth in them, where you're just trying to be funny and you're talking about something your husband did that irritated you or something that he does different from you or you disagreed with. And at one point, we were at such a gathering and Craig happened to walk by as I said something. It wasn't, I wasn't trying to be hurtful. I was trying to be funny in the moment. But when we got home, he said, he said, Shanda, that was so hurtful. The microscope that you were shining on one thing that I'm maybe struggling with or trying to do better in. And now everybody that we know knows that you don't appreciate this about me. He said, that was very hurtful and dishonoring. And it just, it became so clear to me. He was completely right. And I repented. Remember, I was, Craig talked about it a few weeks ago, learning to say, I am sorry, I was wrong. Please forgive me. Nine most powerful words. And I have purposed in my heart to, from that point till now to continue to always highlight publicly the amazing aspects of who my husband is as a dad and a father and a leader and a man and now as a pops to Windsor. And I just want to encourage you this morning, women, be careful of what you say. Choose your words carefully. Honor the men in your lives publicly. And you can always talk to them in private if there's something that you feel that they need to hear. In the kingdom of God, we are of a different culture. We believe the best, we believe redemption is possible, and we hold up the ideal of who God is and his word while encouraging those around us to rise up to that ideal. Not what's out there on social media or where you can find in a book, but the ideal of who God is. Not perfect, doing your best. We have some great, great dads in our Horizon family. So many men I'm so thankful to walk alongside and do life with. Guys that are just incredible. They're growing, they're learning, they're making mistakes, moving forward and trying to be the best, the best dads that they can, stepping up into the moment. Fathers, you are incredibly influential, incredibly important. But how does that all work? What does a dad really bring to the table? 
Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 28 to 32. It says, where can we go? Our brothers have demoralized us with their report. They tell us the people of the land are taller and more powerful than we are. And their towns are large with walls rising high into the sky. We even saw giants. But I said, don't be shocked or afraid of them. The Lord your God is going ahead of you. He will fight for you just as you saw him do in Egypt. You're probably thinking, what does this have to do with Father's Day? Stay with me. And you saw how the Lord your God cared for you along the way as you traveled through the wilderness, just as a father cares for his child. Now he has brought you to this place. And the whole point of that verse is he's cared for you all along. He's not going to leave you just before you get the final battle in. This passage for context is about the children of God. They're preparing to enter their inheritance. They've come, they've, they were slaves for 400 years. They've now been in the desert for 40 years. They fought their battles and they're just about ready to walk into their inheritance and all of a sudden all they can see are the giants in front of them and the writer of this is saying just as your dad cared for you as fathers cared for you in the wilderness he's going to care for you enough to see you through the final battle this passage models what great dads do to help us get into our inheritance. And an inheritance is not just about the money that you may or may not receive. There's so much more than that. Dads will help us walk into our purpose, into our destiny. So for all of us, there are things that God does in our lives that, that is modeled through fathers. Because you see, fathers point us to our future. Three things I want to look at. First of all, fathers guide us. They go before us. This is probably one of the most crucial roles of a dad. Proverbs says, train up a child in the way that they should go. The goal of a good dad is not simply to achieve for himself. It is to assist his children in the way that they should go. It may not be the way they always want to go, but the way that they should go. It starts in the playground. The dads are looking for the obstacles. They're looking ahead to see what might trip the kids up. He's going to scout things out to find the best way. When I was preparing for this, I was reminded of my dad. He loved being out on the water. And before we would do a, a trip or a holiday on the boat, he would get his charts out and I would sit down beside him and he'd be plotting out the route we were going to take and he'd show me where we were going to go and, and where the potential areas of danger were. He was looking ahead, he was planning ahead. And then we'd get on the boat and I would stand right at the bow, right at the very front. And my dad was like, okay, you got to look, you got to be aware of what's going on. Let me know when you see potential danger. And I'm standing there and I'm like feeling the weight of, oh my gosh, all this responsibility is on me. If, if I miss something, like our boat's going to sink, we're all doomed. Not realizing that my dad is on the next level up and he's watching. He's looking farther ahead than I can see. And I love that picture of a dad that you may think that he's so encouraged you. You think you're standing at the front, but dad's at the back, up a little higher, little further perspective, watching out for us. 
See, to go before takes courage. And dads, you have that. To go before takes a risk. Dads are willing to do that. To go before is sacrificial. And dads, you are that. But every good father knows that there is a limit to their wisdom. There are times when we don't know what to do, what you don't know what to do. And as a father, you could be limited by the depth of your experience. But it doesn't have to be that way because there is more than your ability and your smarts, even though you are some incredibly bright men, that's available to you. See, a father that is a follower of Jesus knows that they are also guided by the word of God. Psalm 119 says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. In other words, dads, the next generation will be guided by you as you follow your father. You are so important because fathers point us to our future. Number two, Protecting is another one that we take from that verse, uh, from the story that we first read. Fathers fight for you. This carries the meaning that he will fight with those that fight with you. The picture is that he will devour those that fight with you or come against you. He will eat them for lunch. You know, we often talk about the mama bear, like don't mess with mama's kids. But I've seen my husband when someone messes with his girls. And, you know, dads, I'm not saying that you can go to the playground and beat someone up who's bullying your kids or, you know, um, go and talk to your boss's daughter because of how he treated your daughter. But I love this picture of the passion that men have. There's something within a man, particularly a father, that says, I'm going to war for anyone that touches my family in a healthy and a productive way, of course. And I love how it's different between moms and dads. We often falsely misunderstand the passion that men have because it's typically not as loud and as boisterous as a woman's expression of passion. When we're defending our kids, it's probably pretty heated, pretty loud, pretty vocal, and we would call that passion. But Can I tell you, my husband doesn't even have to say a word. You dads, you know that look, right? Craig can just give you the look and you know that you're about to die. Honestly, my kids know that look and anyone who has pushed a little too hard or come a little too close to his daughters knows that look. It's so, it says so much and it's, he doesn't even have to say a word. But to me, that is such a beautiful picture of the passion that men carry as they fight for their families. This quiet, protective, confident, just takes a look. I don't have that look. I don't even know how to do the look. It's, I just love it. Ephesians 6 reminds us that we don't fight against people, but there is power as you pray. A father prays because he knows that the battle is more than mere good ideas and a few gruff words. Men, fathers, your prayers are so important. 
I have watched my husband when he didn't know what to do in a situation or how to navigate our kids through something. I've seen him on his knees asking God for wisdom. And God will never disappoint you. When you feel the greatest out of your depth, can I encourage you this morning, step in, get on your knees and ask the Lord for the help that you need. Passionate, intense protector. That's what a lot of our dads are. Dads, I want to encourage you, fight with grace, fight with courage, fight with dignity, but fight. Your passion and prayer is powerful. Dads, you've got to hear this. There, you are, the prayer is a mighty weapon in your hands. And in spiritual things, too often, I think we make it a woman's thing of, well, the woman is the one who prays. The woman is the one who is, the, is spiritually stronger. Dads, we need you to lead and to lean into this, to pray for your family, to provide for your family by leading and showing what a man of God looks like. Showing a man who is strong enough to recognize when he needs to hit his knees instead of just trying to figure something out on his own. Fathers, you will fight for the next generation and, and they will rise to the level of your fight. And if you don't feel equipped, then can I encourage you? Show us how by getting on your knees and leading us. Number three, quickly, God, fathers, carry us. At first, it can be literal. There's a tenderness to this. Psalm 103 says, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. And I love this. It's so amazing when you see a dad hold his little one for the first time. It can be this big, strong guy. And they take one look at that little baby and they're a puddle. But carrying might be a physical thing when they're younger, but it doesn't end there, Dad. They're always your kids, right? Sometimes it just looks different. Sometimes you have to pick them up and encourage or carry them as the arrows of life have tried to take them down. Sometimes you have to carry them when they're walking through a failure that has brought them to the point of quitting. And it's dad's words when he says, you've got this that will help the, your kids to, to continue on. Sometimes you carry your kids forward when they get stuck in that pit of negative self-worth. And dad, you tell your kids, you're better than this. Dads, sometimes you carry your kids when fear has blocked their path and you come alongside and you say, let me pray with you. Let me pray for you. Father, your prayers of ever bringing your children to God never end because your job is to carry your kids to the Father. There will be times when they want to quit. Carry them to the Father. There will be times when they're discouraged, pick them up, carry them before the Father. There are times when they're going to feel broken. Pick them up and carry them to the Father. Fathers, you point us to our future. Stepdads, surrogate dads, spiritual dads, adopted dads, foster dads, you are incredibly important. 
You are important in helping to launch the next generation through guiding, protecting, and carrying. All so that the generations coming after you can reach the place that God has called them to and designed them for. You, with the help of dad, can guide the next generation to see their future. You, with the help of God, can fight for the next generation to see their future. And with the help of God, you can care for the next generation so that they will see more than maybe you even saw. And I want to encourage you in this moment, maybe dads, you didn't have a good father figure. As I've been talking this morning, you didn't see any of this modeled in your life. Can I tell you an amazing thing? That it can start with you. You can be the one that begins that legacy in your family. If you're willing to pray through, walk through healing and forgiveness and learning how to move beyond what was your experience, you can make a difference in the lives of those that will come after you. So don't despair this morning if you have no foundation of what I'm talking about. Fathers, you are incredibly important. Your life, your words, your influence will help those coming after you, those looking up to you. You are not insignificant. You are not unimportant. God has called you to influence in a positive and a healthy way. He's called you to a place of influence, whether you like it or not. We're going to watch a quick video and then I'm going to pray to close. Hey dads, we've watched you in the rough seasons, walking your family through whatever came knocking at your front door. Sometimes they're just ordinary problems, but you aren't any ordinary dad. You've led us with a steady calm that was rooted in a lot of prayer. You gave all the time you had and even the time you didn't. Dads, you stepped up, staying up late to finish work, being the helping hand everyone needed on days that sometimes felt endless. You wrestled with online school, tackled homework you sometimes didn't even understand. You made sure we stayed connected to those we love. Dads, you stepped up and listened when we couldn't handle the circumstances of life. And found extra patience somewhere in your back pocket, even when things boiled over. You led us through trying to understand what was happening in the world, while pointing us back to the Word of God as our source for hope and comfort. Dads, you stepped up and brought fun and laughter whenever you could. But you also showed us that it's okay to feel deep disappointment and loss. Dad, you faced every day with courage, even in the face of uncertainty, and spent more than one sleepless night without any good answers or assurances. But you always made sure we knew this one thing, that we are loved. We are loved by you, and by God. Dad, we just wanted to say thank you. Thank you, Dad, for stepping up.
Thank you, dads, for stepping up. Just before I pray, if you're watching this morning and you've, you don't know who God the Father is, you've never asked him to be a part of your life, if you want to see the example of what a dad is, I would encourage you to invite, to invite Jesus into your life today. It's as easy as A, B, C. Acknowledge that you're a sinner. Believe that Jesus died for you. And see, confess that you need his help and ask him to be the Lord of your life. And I can guarantee you that you are going to begin the greatest journey you've ever been on. If that's you today, as I'm praying, go ahead and go to horizonfam.ca and let us know. You can click on connect so that we can follow up with you after. If you're in the room with your dad this morning, can I encourage you to just gather around him? Put your hands on him and let's pray together for dads. Father, I just thank you in this moment for biological dads, foster dads, adoptive dads, spiritual dads, and dads that maybe they're expecting right in this moment, dads to be. Lord, I thank you that you see each one. And Father, regardless of the men in our lives, what their experiences were with their dads, I pray in this moment, Father, that you would come upon them, that you would give them strength, that you would give them courage and you would give them boldness to seek you out, to be the best dad that they are capable of being. Lord, that they wouldn't compare themselves to people around them, but Father, they would get on their knees before you and they would pour their heart out to you. They would pour out their insecurities to you and they would invite you in to give them the wisdom and the discernment that they need to become the men that you are calling them to be so that they can show the way ahead. They can lead in front of us to show us the way to our destiny through being a dad. Lord, I thank you for these men. I thank you that you are with them, that you are encouraging them in this moment. God, I thank you that you're healing those right now, maybe that are that have pain around the relationship with their dad. Father, I pray today that the men that are being prayed for right now, that they would be encouraged and they would feel the celebration of heaven as we pause today to remember dads. Lord, we thank you for these men and pray blessing upon them in Jesus' name. We love you. We are proud of you. We are so grateful for you, dads. I pray that you are celebrated in some way today in Jesus' name. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed this message from Horizon Church. To find your next step, visit horizonfam.ca. Have a great week.